Now, when do you even start this baby registry? That is kind of up to you. I would say that most people start it somewhere around that end of first trimester, early second trimester. Some people start it day one. You know, they just peed on a stick and they are like, let me start my baby registry. You're listening to the Mommy Labor Nurse Podcast, where you'll gain the tools, knowledge, and confidence you need to erase the unknowns, feel in control, and have an even better birth, no matter how you deliver. My name is Liesl Teen, mom of two, practicing labor and delivery nurse, and your host. From over eight years and counting of working at the bedside, I know that knowledge is the key to an even better birth. So tune in each week to learn about all things pregnancy, birth, and postpartum from me, a labor and delivery nurse that's seen it all. And now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Mommy Labor Nurse Podcast. This week, I am doing the first episode in a little series I'm calling Baby Registry 101. It's a series. Let's do it. So this episode, we are going to focus on all of the logistical things with getting started on your registry. I'm going to talk you through choosing where to register, when to get started, and the first steps in deciding what you need. Now, if you're past the point of starting your baby registry and you're looking for something else to listen to today, I hear you is fine. I recommend checking out episode 167, Preparing for Postpartum, What You Can Do Before Giving Birth. It's a must listen for every mama. It's a really popular one. And if you're already in the newborn days, or maybe you're not, you want to listen to a newborn episode, check out episode 169, 10 Surprisingly Common Newborn Behaviors with Dr. Mona Amin, my good friend. She's awesome. And it's another good episode. But if baby registries are in your near future and something you could use some support, some advice on, let's jump in. Let's talk about it. Okay, let's start off with the two most popular baby registry websites, places where you house the registry. Okay, it's Babylist and Amazon. We polled you guys a while ago in Instagram stories, and the majority of you guys do use Amazon, but Babylist was a very close second. So those are the two I'm going to kind of be referring to today. And for the sake of thoroughness, I want to give you a list of things to consider when you're choosing where to register. Or, you know, maybe you haven't started your registry yet, or maybe you've kind of started it at one place and you want to switch or whatever. But these are definitely some things that you should consider when you choose which one to go with, whether it's Amazon or Babylist or Target. So first thing you should consider is a variety of products. Look for a retailer like Amazon with a wide range of baby products, clothes, toys, strollers, car seats. You know, you want to have plenty of options to choose from, right? So that you can customize your registry to fit your needs. If you register it somewhere like Pottery Barn, maybe Pottery Barn is like your furniture registry place. Pottery Barn doesn't have like bottles, right? (laughs) And that's why Amazon or Babylist or these places are great because they have like everything. 
Another consideration is ease of use. Yes. So the registry platform that you choose should be easy to navigate, clear instructions, helpful stuff like a search bar, right? User-friendly interfaces. Something that I tell people too is most of the time these websites are pretty easy to use, but some of them have better features than others, right? Both Babylist and Amazon are very good, you know, in their own ways though, accessibility wise. Another thing to consider is something called a completion discount. Do you know what that is? I didn't know what that was until I was pregnant and I (laughs) made a registry, but it's apparently this thing that some retailers offer that they give you like a discount on any items that remain on your registry after your due date has passed. And this can be a great incentive to choose a particular retailer for your registry. Sometimes they give like really, really good discounts. So just keep that in mind. And then finally, registry perks, you know, kind of like this completion discount, but there are other perks sometimes with different retailers. Sometimes they give you free samples. I remember when I did, was it Target or what? I don't remember. I don't remember where I registered for Walter. I think I did Amazon and Target, but one of them sent me like a little welcome, you know, gift package and it had like a bunch of bottles and just a bunch of like random like little things in there. Some places give you gift cards, other rewards, stuff like that. So that's just something to consider. Psst, can I tell you something? When I was pregnant for the first time, something that I struggled with was figuring out what the heck I even needed to register for. It is so overwhelming. But insert the MLN Baby Registry Guide. My team and I spent so much time researching and creating this. And let me tell you, it is a freaking book. 150 pages. And the best part is it's totally free. Inside, you'll find pros and cons, considerations, top picks for every item, and it's all organized into categories with hyperlinks. So all you have to do is hit add to registry. I'm so proud and excited about this beast of a resource, and I can't wait for you to dive in. Head over to mommylabornurse.com slash registry to grab it now, or simply click on the link in the description of this week's episode. That's mommylabornurse.com slash registry to access your free baby registry guide today. So let's talk about some pros and cons of Amazon versus Babylist. So Amazon, let's start with Amazon because it starts with A. All right, so pros, number one, definitely the largest selection, right, of baby products available out there. Amazon offers a huge variety of baby products from popular brands to harder to find items and specialty brands. I mean, there's you can get almost anything on Amazon. It's also very user-friendly, very easy to use and navigate, very simple to add, manage items on your list, see what's available, see what's not, see what people have purchased, that kind of stuff. You also get free shipping for Prime members on eligible items. They have a 15% completion discount on eligible items that remain on your registry that weren't purchased. And that allows you to save a little bit of money on the things that you still need. There's a little bit of fine print, but it generally that's a gist. 
There's also free and easy returns and exchanges. If you've ever bought anything from Amazon and returned it, you know how easy it is. You just basically click a couple buttons and then you can, sometimes you can have them pick it up at your house. Sometimes, you know, you just go, there's a place, I go to Whole Foods and just, I don't even have to put it in a box and they just scan it and take it. It's really easy. And they also can exchange the item for free up to a year, which is really, really nice. There's also group gifting. So Amazon's baby registry does allow for group gifting on more expensive items, right? So maybe you have a really expensive, you know, you got the Yuppa baby, right? (laughs) Or something. Um, You can, you know, kind of split it up and do like a group gift thing. And then finally, they have a diaper fund option that people can contribute to. But be aware, it's not that big of a deal, but it's basically just like giving an Amazon gift card. (laughs) Okay, but they call it a diaper fund. But it is, you know, a cute little thing that they have. All right, so a few cons. There's not too many cons to Amazon. Amazon's a pretty good choice, but there are a few. So number one, shipping, right? Shipping times might be a little bit longer for some items, depending on the availability of whatever it is. There's also third-party sellers. Amazon offers a lot of different products, but some specialty items may only be available through these third-party sellers, which might have, you know, more expensive shipping or less reliable shipping, not so good customer service, who knows. But just be mindful of this when you're adding stuff to your registry. I'm not going to tell you like, don't add this to your registry because it's a, you know, sold through a third party, blah, blah, blah. But just something to keep in mind. And then the final con, there is some limited ability to customize the layout and the appearance. You can't make it like all cutesy, whatever. It's pretty standard, but I don't know. Like that's meh. But if you're into that, you know, Amazon's pretty basic. All right, moving on to baby list. All right, let's talk about some pros and cons of baby list. There's a lot of pros. Baby list is a universal registry. Very cool. They allow you to add items from any store, any website. So you're not just limited to one retailer. This is like a huge, huge benefit. If you know what you want to register for and there's items, let's say you do want the furniture from Pottery Barn. You can add it to your baby list registry, okay? So that's a big pro over Amazon that you can basically add anything out there on the internet to your baby registry list on baby list. It's also pretty customizable. You can personalize your registry, add little notes, photos, even like experiences like you can add like a meal train or diaper service again these are just it's almost like getting a gift card right they just kind of send you money but it's a little bit cuter than amazon i'll say that um but there's like all these cute little things that you can set up where people can send you money for some kind of thing that goes into the next pro which i already kind of started talking about but they have things called cash gifts you can set up like a postpartum doula. You can set up like a college fund, like stuff like this. It's really cool. They've also got group gifting. So you can add, you know, an expensive Pottery Barn crib to your list and allow your guests to, you know, kind of chip in whatever they can afford. They've also got a completion discount. It's 15%, same as Amazon. You get a 15% completion discount to the baby list shop afterwards if there are items left. They also have free samples. The so baby list partners with a lot of brands. 
but they partner with these brands to offer free samples and discounts to registry creators. They send you like this little thing. It's also got a really, really easy mobile app. Yes, the BabyList app is super user-friendly, allows you to scan barcodes in-store, really easy. All right, the sound of that heartbeat means it's time for this week's segment of Birth It Up Babies. I have a long one and very interesting one today. So let's get into it. This one says, hi, Liesl. I just wanted to reach out and thank you. I signed up for your epidural birth course because I wasn't sure if I was going to want an epidural or not. I ended up getting induced at 37 weeks and the bonus portion of inductions was super helpful. I went into my labor well-informed and knowing what to expect thanks to you. I also wasn't 100% sure that I was going to be able to try and give birth without an epidural because I was being induced, but with your course, I rested assured that it would be possible. Contractions are no joke on Pitocin. She sent like a little uh, crying, laughing emoji. Yeah, mm mm-hmm. I had an amazing nurse who knew my wishes. I wanted to try and go without an epidural, but I was not opposed to getting one. I was able to go on a few hours with no medication and using your breathing techniques and practicing horse lips to get me through the contractions. I got to the point where I didn't know if I was going to be able to control the pain for the whole duration of my labor, and I asked my nurse if contractions were going to get worse. She let me know that she was still going to have to up the dosage of Pitocin to get my contractions more consistent. So I let her know I was thinking I might need the epidural. Yep. A lot of people get to that point. Very common to be like, I think I need an epidural. This is a little much. She offered me some pain medication that lasted about 45 minutes and I was able to take a break from the contractions. Once the pain medication wore off, I went back to breathing techniques and horse lips and then had another dosage of the pain medication. Doing the horse lips is probably the reason I was able to give birth with no epidural. It helped out so much to control the pain. So once again, thank you so, so much for helping me become so informed and giving me all the right tools to give birth. My sweet baby girl is turning three months in a few days, and I'm barely getting around to typing this out. LOL. Hashtag mom life. She's so cute. (laughs) It's okay. Even if you gave birth like years ago and you took my course, send me a message. It's fine. Better late than never. I love getting these messages. Okay. She says, but I wanted to make sure I let you know what a great source your class was. Oh, and then she sent me a little picture of her in her hospital bed kissing her baby. It's so cute. Oh, I love it. If you want to have an even better birth, just like this mama, head on over to mommylabornurse.com slash courses to learn more about our three online on-demand birth courses. All right, now let's talk about some of the cons. So number one, it's not as well known, okay? Not as popular as Amazon. So really the only con there is some of your guests might not be as familiar with it. I had a baby over seven years ago. And honestly, I was going to use Babylist because I love Babylist. But the reason I did not use Babylist the first time was because of this, because I have relatives who they know how to use Amazon, but it was just like, it wasn't also what it is now. But yeah, so just take that into consideration, right? Like sometimes people are just a little bit less tech savvy and they are like, what? Can't I just go on Amazon and get you blah, 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 blah? So just that's a con. 
Another one is like Amazon, there's potential shipping issues, right? You can add items from any store, but that also is a downside because you can add items from any store and they can go out of stock. Maybe Pottery Barn doesn't have that crib in stock and you got to wait like three months. You never know. There also might be transaction fees. So Babylist charges a transaction fee, okay, for cash gifts. So that can be a downside for some users, but it's just those cash gifts. But that is a con for sure. Now, when do you even start this baby registry? That is kind of up to you. I would say that most people start it somewhere around that end of first trimester, early second trimester. Some people start it day one, you know, they just peed on a stick and they are like, let me start my baby registry. Uh, I think it's really a personal decision of when you get it started. There's really no perfect time, but I'd say probably most people start it around that second trimester. I also want to put it out there. You don't have to just pick one place. I've been invited to plenty of baby showers where the invitation says, you know, registered at Baby List and Amazon and Pottery Barn. And I didn't think of any anything of it. Who cares? All right. And finally, before we wrap up, what do you do when you actually want to start this process and you're like, I'm ready. Okay, guide me. Guess what? I have a guide. Yeah, I've got my baby registry guide for you. It's got nine different sections and it goes over everything, clothing, health stuff, furniture. It's not just a checklist. It's like a guide basically of pros and cons, various things to consider when you look for, you know, these different items to put on your baby registry. It's really, really great. So whether you're on, you know, a tight budget or you're looking for the best of the best and you just really need a guide, I got you covered. Check out my baby registry guide. It's in the show notes. It's got shoppable links to all the different products at every price point. It's really, really great. And the people who have grabbed it already totally, totally love it. So if you're on the hunt and need some extra help, definitely grab that guide. It's totally free. All right. Well, that is it for this week's episode all about Baby Registries 101. Like I said, this little series. So stay tuned. Next week, I'm having Rebecca Decker, evidence-based birth. She's coming on my podcast. You guys, I've already recorded this episode with her. So I already know like what we talked about and everything, but you are not going to want to miss this episode. Like this was such a good recording, such a good episode I did with her. Oh, I can't wait to share it next week. Already feeling a little more confident about pregnancy, birth and newborn life. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can continue to erase the unknowns and never miss an episode. And if you're looking for even more, Instagram is definitely where I hang out the most. Come join our community of more than a half a million moms for birth education, tips, and solidarity. You can find me at mommy.labornurse. Check out today's show notes and a searchable library of every Mommy Labor Nurse podcast episode at mommylabornurse.com slash podcast. And while you're there, be sure to head to the blog to learn about our online birth classes too. See you next week. And remember, you can have an even better birth, no matter how you deliver.